0: What the f*** is going on? I like to party. Jesus, honey, wax much? This is Unwaxed. Get in, loser. We're going shopping. With Sophia and Sistine Stallone. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Unwaxed podcast with your favorite duo, Sistine and Sophia. This is the episode we've been waiting to shoot because we get to talk about our... Halloween party. Spooky, scary skeletons. Okay, we are aware that this is coming out a week into November. (laughs) So yes, we know Halloween has passed, but let us have our moment. Yeah, we want to recap it. We've we've sat on it for the last two days, and we have a lot to say. Yes, a lot to say. Last episode, we were... Pretty much in the worst mood ever. And I don't know <laughs> yes. if you guys could tell. We were actually considering scrapping that episode because we just had nervous sweats the whole time about this party. Oh, yeah. I mean, our brains were off our head because we were thinking about the pricing, the planning, if anyone was going to show up, if it are, because the first has to set the tone. I'm sorry. Yeah. If we're saying this is an annual Stallone Halloween party, it better be the best goddamn yeah, start. If the first one is bad, no one would want to no come to the wants second to go. one. That's the thing. We had one in L.A. and it really did well, but we're in a new city. People, new, new energy, new personalities. I don't know New Yorkers as well as New Yorkers do. So yeah. we really were. Um, I have to risky say though, it. it was pretty ambitious for us to move to the city six months ago and try to fill out a room of three hundred people. Oh, we, yeah. I maybe have three. Oh, friends. let's also just just say this. Um, we thought it was only a two hundred and twenty person space. It ended up being um, to the max like three. 50. So now we're thinking right 20 minutes before you walk in, we're like, we need to find another 100, <laughs> 100 people. <laughs> we have to find 100 people. Okay. Leading up to the party, Sistine and I were actually, I, I think I, I was like breaking out the day of the party. Oh, yeah. I had like almost hives on my chest. I was so nervous. I stayed in bed to prepare my body for this until 3 p.m. No, I took NyQuil. I didn't move. And Advil p.m. And I took melatonin. Yeah. Did I sleep? Literally not an hour. No. Not even an hour. No. It, it was, was really bad. It was terrifying. But I was so excited to just finally put my costume on. You know when a kid on their first day of school has their uniform light on their bed and they just have it on top of their duvet and they're waiting to put it on the next day? That yeah. was me. Oh, yeah. Oh, I couldn't wait. Oh, I've been staring at my costume for two months straight and I'm like, I'm going to wear this shit out of this because, outfit. Because let's be real. There are two types of girls on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Like the funny sort of silly or scary route. And then there's the super slutty Regina George route. I naturally live for the slutty slutty route. Okay. (laughs) Listen, I'm all about being scared and weird and creepy. But there's something about, there's almost a freedom of just being out in lingerie and no one can judge you for it. No one can judge you for being a slut for a night. Because you're in character. Because you're not you. I'm a beer girl. Sistine's a maid. Can't get can't get mad at that. But I actually, all my friends were asking me leading up to the party, like, I want to be um, Scream. I want to be um, Voldemort. And I literally said to them, I love you guys. And I totally think that's hilarious. But can you actually not? Sophia was like, we need hot We oh, need hot. We got to have some hot energy. <laughs> and my friends showed up. Like, like, even your friends. Everyone came in. It was epic. It was actually the funnest night I think I've had in a long time. First, we hired— scary actors to jump out at everyone from every turn that they took. Yeah. So that was amazing. People were terrified before yeah. even walking in. But let's just say we filled up the space. Yeah. People stayed fully packed till 4.30 in the morning. The DJ was Easily the best investment we had. That guy was going at banger after banger, throwback 2000s after throwback. after 2,000s. There, there literally wasn't a hiccup in the music, no. and the drinks were free. So everyone was just going, going crazy. crazy. I have to say, you know it's a good night when you have no idea what time it is. I, and you I check no your phone, idea. and you go, oh, my God, it's 3.40 in the morning. I didn't see 90% of the people I invited. I I don't remember any. We saw Chris. Hold on. We saw Hold on. I have to, let's let's ask Chris. So we invited producer Chris to the Halloween party. And when I saw you on the dance floor, I feel like my soul (laughs) left my body. I was like, yes, (laughs) you made it. Okay, what did you think? Honestly, you can tell the truth. Do you tell the truth? It was great. It was like completely packed out. You guys were all like nervous ahead of time. You thought it wasn't going to be packed out. It was like. Very packed and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, the music was great. See, wait, how lo- how late did you stay? I think till like three three thirty. Stop! See, I love Let's that. Let's go. Oh so my gosh! People. I think that most people started drifting away at like three three thirty, and that's yeah. when it started. But it was still by four thirty when we were there. Still going off. No, it was fantastic. Yeah. It's also another good sign that it was a party when everyone ends up at a twenty four hour deli at five a.m. Yes. That's a good I party. I got so many texts from people from Cats saying that they're, the entire, actually most of the place was packed and people from the party yes. all in Halloween costumes at 4.30 in the morning. That, you know, is a good party. Um, I would say that other than that, the only thing that Sistine – remember how we said Sistine invited a lot of prospects to this party? Oh, my God. So I, I walked into this party actually having zero. Like there wasn't one guy that I was actively searching. And to be honest, I was kind of relieved by that. I wasn't focused on it. Sistine – took it upon herself to invite everybody that she had been talking to in the last six months. Listen, it was ambitious because if the roles were reversed and I was ghosted, I don't think I would show up to his party either. But let's just say I was quickly humbled because no one showed up. Wait, literally, of them. except a banana. There was one banana suit man. The banana guy was your guy? Yes! <laughs> I got a picture with him. <laughs> wait, wait, you're going to die. You're going to die. I, okay, I invited this guy who... Oh, God, he's going to hear this, but whatever. He's like stupid hot. Yeah. Okay. He's stupid hot. Yeah. I didn't think he would show up. He said, I'm going to dress as a banana. So when I saw this giant peel in the middle of the dance floor, I go, holy cow, he's a banana. And I was so drunk at one point in the night. This is when I knew I was way worse than Sophia because I get to a level. I'm very heady. I'll say Mm -hmm. this. I'm very heady when I drink. Yeah. Very strategic. I don't like to let myself get loose. Don't know why. No, she never does. Like, I, I'm i more of the one that is like, you know, yes, man. Like, I'll, I'll go for it. If everyone's right. vibing, I'll vibe. She's more restricted in that way. I drank an unholy amount <laughs> to the point where I had Sophia even coming up to me at one point saying, what are you doing? You look dumb. <laughs> she- and I'll tell you why I look dumb. I took it upon myself to go up on the elevated DJ booth, take off my costume, put on the banana suit, and I was a banana for a good 40 minutes of the party. So I walk behind the DJ booth and I find her and she's fully sweating wearing this banana suit. He's wearing her apron from the costume and I literally pulled Sistine aside and I said, Sistine, I love you so much. You look foul. Like, she's <laughs> like, you look dumb. I was <laughs> like piking. I love you but like you actually No, really let me dumb. tell you. I was like hands down ass up in a banana suit her, piking. Her hair was everywhere. Her face was sweaty and she's, all you see is her face in the banana suit. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to rain on anyone's parade but he was so good looking and they're like flirting I'm like, this is not the time he's like, flirting like, See, that's the issue, too. Because this person is so handsome, right? You would think, oh, I want to look my best as well. No, I had my hair sticking to my face in a banana suit. It was bad. The next day, it was so funny. No, you're forgetting how I left the night. How? So we pretty much closed the place down. All the lights were on. Yeah. And— I really wanted all of the decor in the club. I wanted to kill her. And I was running around the street, and Sophia couldn't get me in a cab. I was trying to grab her. I'm like, you look insane. So Sophia gets in a cab and, so and I, I run away. I grab a cab with my cousin, and I'm like, we're going home. It is almost 5 a.m. Let's go to bed. She's like, no, I want pizza. I go, you I know you, you actually want your bed. Like I <laughs> get in the car. She goes, why do you always tell me what to do? And I go, you know what? Screw you. Peace out. Go eat a fucking pizza with Banana Boy. And I leave. And guess what? Not even 20 minutes later, as I walk into the room, I hear. <laughs> I didn't get the pizza. <laughs> she didn't get the pizza. She came home and we ate puffins. But um, yes. it was funny because I think what the, the best part was, was that <laughs> um, the next day, <laughs> I, for some reason, woke up with zero hangover. Zero. Like I no. might, I was exhausted. Like I, you could, I could feel tired. Like my body was a bit lethargic, feeling. But I was not. No headache. You did two things that really grinded my gears. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you like that one, Chris? <laughs> one. What? Uh, the whole night you were saying, "I'm not getting drunk because I'm only doing shots." <laughs> What <laughs> I said to no. Sistine, she's like, how are you Um, not hungover? I said, Sistine, I drank two bottles of Pedialyte before going, and all I did were shots in water. So basically, I'm a genius. And but like, you still had at least 10 shots. Had- You're still going to get drunk. <laughs> but I hydrated. Just because you had to. Time- a- Gatorade doesn't I drink, mean. Like, I, drink, it cancels it I drank out. so much water that night. Because, oh, I did So didn't. that's the thing. That was my tack. And so I woke up like, "Good morning, everyone." Sistine comes out of bed. Her right eye was swollen shut. She couldn't guys, see out of it. I. There's <laughs> nothing worse. There's nothing worse than when you feel like absolute ass. Yeah. You feel like death. And Sophia comes running into my room. Good morning. I feel so good. I don't even feel hungover. My left I'm like, eye, do you want some coffee? I just finished making it. You guys, my left eye was swollen shut. I couldn't see out of it. Both of my knees, the whole kneecaps right now. Black. Black from bruises. Yeah. Didn't know I fell. I, I have weird marks in my body. I don't know where they came I from. I was so unwell. That I was sitting on my toilet for, like, 30 minutes, and I took it. Like, I fell asleep. Like, I was just like, I don't feel good. (laughs) I haven't been like that in so long. I was, like, so good. I, am like, put on my outfit. I put on little earrings. But we sat on the couch, and we pretty much were, like, in a coma sitting on that couch. We looked at each other, and we were like, was that party fun? We can't really tell. We weren't really – we were a little bit mobile throughout the party, but we weren't – we don't know. We didn't really ask many people. Yeah. And we kind of were saying, oh, shit, maybe it was bad. Like, maybe the decorations were cheesy. Maybe yeah, the, then DJ... you get in your head. You get the yeah. – what is it? We got the Sunday scaries. Yeah. We, we started getting no nervous. One, like, we hadn't heard from anybody after. We saw some of the posts. like, oh, God, we don't know. We get a text from the guy who, who helped us plan it, and he's like, oh, here's a link to all the photos because they had a floating <laughs> photographer, and it was just for us to have. And we were looking through it. Okay. <laughs> the best way I can describe going through these photos was – it is the exact same ending of The Hangover when they have the photo <laughs> montage. <laughs> yes, it really and was. And you start, and they go, and they're holding up the camera and they go, oh, Whoa, shit. shit. And, and we're going through, and it was insane looking. Like, everyone looked like they were sweaty, taking shots, screaming at the camera. It was, it looked like the best party ever. And that's when Susie and I, we looked at we go, we did a good job. We did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. We, did, we it. did it. We did it. <laughs> Until next year, I was literally telling Sophia on the walk here, I "I wish it was next year already. I know. She was like, we got to plan it. We already know we're going to do better and this and this. And that was, look, I will say that was one of the harder things we've done in a little bit is planning such a big party for now. 300 people that we didn't realize. But I now understand why people referred to brides as bridezillas. Oh, yeah. Because not saying it's the same thing by any means, but the pressure of planning a party— It, like I was, we just started getting angry yeah. for no reason. Well, it's also, we invested a lot of money into it. So we're like, we really need this to go well because then it can't, it's going to be worth nothing. Yeah. And it was worth everything. Every dime, every nickel, especially the DJ. We do need to start picking up some shifts somewhere though. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> we gotta, we <laughs> I got to pay <laughs> that bus, back. I'll bus somewhere. I got it. I can't, It I was can't so do that great. Again. Yeah. So the next day we get some hangover waffles. Yeah. I ate two. Mm-hmm. Didn't feel good. We were running didn't into it, right? people from on the street that went to the party and they're like, that was epic. And we're like, yes, like it was pretty dark in the city and people were texting, like, we gotta go next year. I'm like, But oh. what was so alarming on top of my hangover was listen, I'm not a very touchy-feely person. Like I don't love hugs. Yeah. Ever since I was a kid, like I see I'm cringing right now. I just don't love being touched. I love hugs. Like I will give everyone a hug. I I love I love like holding people's hands like uh-huh. that. So, the oh, yeah, this is actually so weird. Cecile's never touched me before, by the way. Like, okay, she, you're making it no, no, sound no. like. Sistine, no, I'm not making it sound like anything. She's physically never hugged me. Like, she's literally never put her arm around me. Well, she's never held my hand. Yes, when it's your birthday. Not even then. Not, not even on my birthday. She's never touched me before. At the day <laughs> of the party, we're walking down the street, and I'm just on my phone. I feel someone put an arm around me and I look to the side and I see Sistine and I go, no, I'll, I'll explain it. In my head, it was one of those moments where I knew she wasn't really thinking about it and I just wanted to embrace her and just be like, look, we made it this far. We did a good job. We did everything we could. And she immediately looks at me and goes, what, is there? Is your ex over there? What are you doing? Is there <laughs> paparazzi? Why are you doing this? I literally asked her. I was like, are we Are we hiding from someone? Like, why are you touching me? I, and Sistine was crying in the middle of the street. I actually was so freaked out at the fact she was touching me that I didn't believe that it was for genuine purposes. She thought either we were hiding from an ex I, or there was a photographer. <laughs> there was paparazzi. There, like, God, there would be like, no way. There's no way I would touch you without those two things being there. You've never touched me, period. So I'm like, okay, there's no way that she's doing this of the kindness of her heart. And I think that's probably the last time we're ever going to touch it because that's my yeah. reaction. By the way, I'm trying something new. I'm proud of you. Being baby nice, steps. baby steps. I tried. Don't reject my efforts. I mean, you just the part- has changed me. I'm a changed woman. Oh, really? Though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I think next year we're gonna vet out some better prospects for both of us, and not. Just I know. I'm bananas. actually shocked we didn't kiss anyone. Oh, I'm not that shocked. For me, I, there was. I was just not. Oh, no, you I, were hanging out with that pirate all night. Was he a pirate? I don't know. Yeah, he was just following me around. He the whole was time. so annoying. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> You know, he came up to me. You know what he said to me? It was so weird because he's like a Florida guy. I'm not really sure who he is. We haven't spoken once. Didn't say anything. He comes right up to me and he goes, if you play pickleball, you're a loser. We only do tennis around here. <laughs> it's It's 2.30. I'm like, hold on, who are you? What are you supposed to be dressed as? What do you have against pickleball? And like your hair is too coiffed. Like, get the fuck out of my was, face. It was pretty perfect. I'm not gonna lie. It was it was very much like, like who says that, Eric. To a stranger. Yeah, it was a little bit random. Uh, yeah. A little. That was my that was like my semi prospect, I guess. But no, didn't work out. No Mm-mm-mm. kisses, but next year, we'll figure something out. Next year. Next year. Oh, wow. Good job. I'm not touching you. Wow, that was really embarrassing. Anyone watch that? <laughs> I hate you for that one. Um, okay, so Sistine and I, just to change subjects, <laughs> this is very much obviously not niche. Everyone's talked about this, but we thought it would be funny to talk about our own. But you know the Roman Empire, the whole trend of that course. everyone's talking about. Like, oh, for guys, it means that they think about the Roman Empire. Chris, once how often months. do you think about the Roman Empire? Hey, See, actually? No, not no. Sure. <laughs> I was going to say, really? Once I was like, week. wow. Once a week? Probably once a week. Once a week. So, yeah. So that's the thing. Like, basically, it's like what guys or girls think about very consistently that's a bit shocking to people. Yes. But for girls, apparently, like, this is the I trend. have so many good ones. Yeah. But for girls, it's losing a best friend. It's like okay. that one girlfriend that you yeah. were so, so close with that you had a falling out with. Yep. That that's our Roman Empire. Like, I could care less about breaking up with a guy, I could care less about anything else. But I yeah. truly think if there was that one instance or scenario with you losing someone that was so close to you, like a friendship that was mm. so close to you, and you, I think about it like twice, three times a week. Oh yeah. Like that's my Roman Empire. Because it just like eats you up. It hits you in a place where you're like, I never saw my life without this person. Yeah, And now they're not in my life. It's the relationship between a friend and a boyfriend or just even another like romantic relationship. It's so different. It's So almost, different. I don't even know if – I wouldn't even say deeper, but there is like that horrid loss of like losing a friend, especially when you've confided in them about everything. And it's like that person you think is going to be there for your wedding. And well, I and would this. argue and- most best friends I'm closer with than – my partner, for sure. Mm. Think about it. Like, you tell right. each other the nitty-gritty. You tell mm-hmm. each other the gross things. the fu- Like, things that you wouldn't need to say I to mean, your boyfriend. So that's a, yeah, I guess it depends on, like, the person and the relationship, but 100%. And I also think when it comes to losing a best friend, it's not like a subtle— Losing—it's always some sort of like travesty with with whether it's like about a guy or it's about like something that you guys disagree on or maybe they have a boyfriend that you hate and they love or whatever it is—it's not like an easy breakup. And so that's like definitely my Roman Empire. I think I have like one I always think about. I'm well, like, God, what if it I, worked? Because I would also think that finding a genuine friendship is so hard. Oh, it's so like so if hard. you have just one r- special person you're in your lucky. life, you're you're good a hundred percent. Because I'm right now like dating for friendships Mm -hmm. not men literally just dating for a girlfriend yeah and that is more intimidating to me yeah and I'm putting in more work than I would going on a date with a guy because you have to really see first first and foremost girls are so different than boys yeah like you could literally bat an eyelash and they're like I love you doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Girls, you really have to see if, like, oh, your yeah. personalities align, aligned, the way you guys sort of date is aligned, like, your morals align, the way you like to go out is aligned. Like, there's so many there's other so layers many other to layers it. so many layers to, like, a friendship that don't align with, like... Right, a, so yeah. if you find one and then you lose one, that's I know. devastating. And you know what's so interesting that I, like, for part of some of my, like, friendships that have ended and I've lost my friends, I've realized that with a lot of those people that you're close with, why is it that sometimes girlfriends that you think are really close to you? Like I've had girlfriends in my life that I've considered like sisters at that point. But I realize now as I'm older that they only supported me when I was feeling horrible, if that makes sense. Like I've had relationships in my life where I've had girlfriends that were there at my lowest that like want to support me, tell me that I'm amazing, with that stuff. But when I'm at my highest, mm-hmm. I've had girlfriends that completely would Say they, if I walked into the room and I looked pretty, they wouldn't compliment me, but I would always compliment them. If I did something well, they wouldn't really acknowledge it. It, it was like I've had friends that only were there for their low points or the low points, and you kind of take a step back and you realize, like, that's not really a good friend. Like, that's not someone that you want to have around. That's a pretty toxic relationship. Because that means that that person – only likes to give advice, or they feel good if they know that you're not doing good. Yeah, and I feel like which that's, is strange because it is hard to almost find someone that is so excited for your wins, just yeah. like you are for theirs. I, t- I think that's weird. a telltale sign that someone's just not out for your best interest. Well, it's- girls are tricky like that too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. are is- just we're all just jealous people by nature. Like we're jealous of silly, stupid things. Mm-hmm. But I saw this one video, and this is like sort of relating to what you're saying, but not really. They said this is the way you can tell if you have a really good friend in your life, someone that genuinely has your best interest. If you have gorgeous hair, like gorgeous, long, you've always been known to have this staple beautiful hair, Yeah. right? And you go up to your friend Mm -hmm. and you say, I want to cut bangs. And then a bonus, (laughs) I also want to cut a bob, short bob and bangs. If they tell you do it. You would look so good. Not your friend. Well, if they would, say, if they tell you, oh my God, you would look horrible. Why would you ruin your beautiful hair? That's a real friend. They have your best interest. Oh Jesus! They have your best interest. You know, and and all honestly, like, I've had people say I should cut bangs, and I have my hair. What did I say to you? You said never do it. I have your best interest. You do have my best interest. Thank you. That's true. You Thank just support you. me at my high and low points. I think that's a tall tale sign that someone's not looking out for you. And so I feel like a lot of people, for real. I think that when you're at your lowest and you have a girlfriend that does that and doesn't support you on your high moments, you think that they're Doing it at the goodness of their heart, which I think that obviously it's really important to have people do it both ways. Like it's great that someone's there for you for your low, but not just that. Like you can't have someone that is just supporting you when you're bad. Like you need to have someone that's also supporting you at your high. You know how they say hurt people hurt and you sort of, I don't know. It's think think sometimes insecurity thing sometimes. I think when someone's feeling down, it's easy to connect with people that are also in that low point in their life. And then you guys can kind of just support each other in that that weird space. So it is hard when someone is up here and someone's not doing well. When you're not doing well, I could see why it would be difficult to be a cheerleader for someone who has their life figured out at the moment. Yeah, I understand that. But I also think that, you know, No matter what, you want someone to do the best that if you love them. Like, I, even if I'm not doing great, I always want to make sure that you are happy and you are doing well. And you are, like, obviously insecurity and self-doubt and, you know, the what-ifs coming to your head. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't want to see you fail. Like, I don't want to see you crash and burn. I don't want to see you— You don't? Sometimes if you're annoying. not a friend. Not a friend. Not a friend. I'll tell you who my Roman Empire is. What? That girl that— Sings that song, Water. Taylor. 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 That's your Roman Empire. You think about that every single day. I think so. I'm not gonna lie. She actually has played that song 18 times throughout the apartment. I always hear like once, like literally every hour. I hear, Make Me Swear. There's something so ethereal about this woman. I don't even know if I call her a woman. I looked her up. Born in 2003. She's 21 and can move like that. Her face looks like that. God, people that are this age, right? now, Like people that are born in the 2000s, just trip me up. They look like they're. Thirty. She's God's favorite. I wore. A- She's so pretty. <laughs>
1: She's At her so age, pretty. I was
0: wearing a flash drive with poems and my car keys. Like yeah. that was that was my lanyard. Her age, she is like moving her hips. She's beautiful. Like I I just don't know how. I they- love seeing on TikTok though all of the girls that are um, playing the song in front of their boyfriends to see if they look over oh, because so every good. girl on TikTok is twerking to that By song the right now. I would look over. I know. I will look over. I'm trying to think what mine would be. Football players. Okay. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Okay. I, I mean, you can't... Okay. You literally Sh- just went out with one. I did. Kind of. Kind, kind of? of. Okay, yeah, you did. did. Okay. I did. I, I wouldn't say football players, I think, 24-7, like, truly, but... Okay. okay. First of all, you, you went out with denou- one, and then the other day you were like, look at the new Skims campaign Sistine. with all the football players. And guess who answered over the, across the room saying, Sophia... I get it now. She said, "I get it." Listen, look. Do I want to marry one? No, but I don't. I don't. I would not be a good wag. I I can't handle the the traveling, the distance, and all the chicks and wearing the jerseys and they're chasing them. I ain't into it. But you saw after we saw the Nick Bosa ad with the skims, if you know what I'm talking about. Nick Bosa, Kim Kardashian knew what she was doing. (laughs) Nick Bosa. (laughs) I don't even know what team he plays for. I don't know what position he is. I don't know what color his jersey is. And I don't care. Red. I don't care. Why does he look like that? He just looks gorgeous. I don't get how some people are built like that. I don't know either. I don't get it. I don't, I don't see them walking around here. Speaking of built, did you see that Kim Kardashian is releasing... A bra with built-in nipples? Yeah. I love Is it. Is that? No. I of love Of course it. you like it. I wow, love who it. Who would ever wear that in public? Me. Why? Okay. For example, the other night we were going out to dinner, right? Yeah. And I had this dress on. And I was like, ooh, it would be kind of cute you if couldn't. there was a little nippage. And I was trying. I was like trying, trying to <laughs> trying to, to wake him up. Didn't work. Okay. So see, if I had the so bra. Dumb. <laughs> it's kind of genius. It's so. So you, there's certain dresses and outfits that you would wear because- the nips would be out and they would look better. Let's let's refer back to this my list. This has to be like a, a joke. Like, I don't think she's being serious about it. Let's refer back to my list in March when I said, these are the things I want to start doing when I move to New York to create a new identity. One thing on the list was nips out. All right. And in a way, I feel almost protected because technically, they're not my nipples. Um, They're styrofoam. <laughs> and they're actually perfect looking that's what uh, i'm I did saying see, i did see the, the the ad like they were perfectly positioned but can you imagine i'm not gonna lie can you imagine the scenario you, you go on a date you wear it you come home you come <laughs> and he sees and you come up with a guy and he takes his shirt off and he's like what he goes in the hell is that he puts it on he's like i'm confused it's just it's just alarming it, it's kind of like it's like the fake hair like how do you get out of that like, he looks at your real, real one. Why do you got to like, bring in my fake hair again? I didn't bring in your fake hair. I was like, Pete, you just brought in your fake one. Damn it. I know. But I would say that that would probably be mine. And yeah, I did go out with a football player. Why it don't you fun. tell people about that? Well, actually, I'll, I'll talk about this. So I this was my first Instagram DM date. Like, I've had DMs before. Hmm. But I am not the person that likes to go through my Instagram and answer people. Like, I'm just not. Like, I, I just – it's just – not that it doesn't work. It's totally worked. So many celebrities have done it. Um, I just am hesitant on it. I don't know. I'd rather meet you in person. But um, he was cute. And so I, <laughs> I was like, okay. He was not? exactly your type. Yeah, he was my type. He was very much my type. And I was like, you know what? One time, we're in New York City. He said he's in town. Let me just go on a date. There's no strings attached. We end up having planned a date in Florida because I was ending up working there. And he ended up going there because it was an off weekend for him. I don't know what that means. I guess he wasn't playing that weekend or something. And he was like, yeah, I'm actually going to be in Miami. So we go on this date. It was really fun. I mean, look, nothing's coming from it because like nothing happened. It was easy, fun, good, good guy. What I will tell you, which was very interesting, was that I was getting burner accounts from girls that he has gone out with saying, stay away from him. It was horrible. Like things like that. And like it, and you could tell it was like from girls that had followed him or whatever. And it was I got like four or five. Um and I've never had that before. And I was like, how did first of all they know? And then second of all, um, I just like that's this is also the reason why I don't use DM dates and like things like that. Like I I I'd rather go off the not famous person. Like I don't I don't like it. Unless it's like Someone that looks like Nick Bosa, then we're going to answer the DM. i oh, answer so the DM. But, like, that was pretty wild. Like, I, I just I, – I mean, look, do I listen and take it seriously? No, I ignore it. But it was – I just have never had that before. People were like, stay away. I was like, what the hell? Like, please take them. Like, I don't did need you them. feel, like, a little bit cool, though? <laughs> No, like, hearing, like, people thrash. On, no, I mean, like, it was... But like, you're a little special. Like, ooh, I'm the girl ooh, that they're threatened by. And, yeah, I guess. No, no, not really. Okay. But it was a good date. Um, He's a nice guy. Not going to work out. But, uh, yeah, it was just very interesting to see that happen. Because I was never at that before. Well, I have a date tonight. She does. Oh, I'm so excited about this. And I'm a little alarmed by it. Why? Because... I thought he was saying this as a joke. And then I, he just sent me um my ticket for tonight. I, I was okay with just going to dinner, really. Yeah. He's taking me to a haunted house. No way. That's Sistine's love language. It's yeah, people I, that scare her. But but in listen, bloody costumes. No, no, that's wrong. That, I like scary movies. I don't like haunted houses. That's bullshit. You literally said to me, and I quote Sophia. Let's go through a haunted house this week. Well, if I went with you, it'd be funny because I get to see you terrorized. The scariest thing I've ever watched was Marley Me. Watching a dog die was depressing. I can't watch anything scary. But the problem is, Sophia, I'm going to be terrified. And how do I scare? Like, oh, I'm so. Obviously, he's confident in the fact that he's taking you. I want to go. Oh, I'm so excited to hear about this next week. Wait, let's see. This is going to be so good. You have to do it. You know what she did to me the other day? Speaking of like movies and scary things. She was going to go out to get some groceries or something and she's left a movie on. She's like, hey, just so I finished watching this. It's Black Phone. I'm so horrified of scary movies. She's left the scariest movie on and there was like dead demonic kids in the corner in the film. I'm like, why would you leave me alone in the room in the middle of the night watching Black Phone with Ethan Hawke? Is it called Black Phone? Yeah, but it's not scary. It, I'm a baby. There's a guy with a mask that kidnaps children and kills them in his basement. How is that not scary? He's taking me to a place called Nightmare Dollhouse. That I just wanted some literally, sushi. I just I was okay with just getting that sushi. That literally sounds like my nightmare. Dolls, haunted house, fuck, and a boy. <laughs> Remember, Dad, when we were little, used to terrorize us with dolls. My That's dad. What I'm saying, my dad, when we were growing up, thought that um, instead of giving us a Barbie, like a regular he child like toy, porcelain creepy dolls. Y- you get these glass-made porcelain like the Russian bonnets. dolls that were. Beautifully crafted, um, but as a little girl, terrifying because they would blink. But you know when you lay them down, they fall asleep, their eyes closed. Their eyes open. So when we horrible. were little, he we'd share a room, yeah, and he'd wait till we went to bed or falling asleep, and then he'd put the dolls in the doorway and go, "Good night, girls," night, and make the dolls talk. Or one time. He put them in our bed. bed. He tucked them into bed. And then we turned over and they were like looking at us, scaring us. And then one time he like he opened the door, we were asleep, and he crawled into our room. And our beds were right next to each other, so right between us. He literally, our faces are right near the edge of the bed. And he put like the finger like touching our nose to wake us up. And he go, hello. That's so scary. It was, like at 2 a.m. We are easily like eight years old. That's crazy. He's crazy. Speaking of Sly, he has his documentary coming out. Yeah. Very proud of him. He has a documentary on Netflix coming yeah. out. Am I a little bitter? Um, yeah, I wasn't asked to be in it. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we have the best accounts of Sly. Like, we can say, we can drop a lot of tea. Maybe that's why he didn't want us. Yeah, he probably <laughs> is like, they're going to talk way too much about it. No, it's all about his life and stuff. I'm really excited to see it. I haven't seen it yet. So it's actually about his work, which is really cool. Yes. And apparently he he spills a lot more than uh, we were, like, assuming. Mom said that he was much more vulnerable than she had thought. Oh, no. I know. But it's, like, family life, which is woof. So I'm very curious to see that. I actually – I I wouldn't want a documentary about myself. I would want a movie about myself. Who would play you? Um, I would have – Probably, like, Blake Lively. I'm trying to think who's – no, I'd have, I'm like, Margot Robbie. <laughs> All right, let's do realistic. Thank you. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> who has is, who is blonde hair and brown eyes that would work well? Maybe um, Emily Ratajkowski for you. I'm going to give you a really good no. one. No. She is an acted-ish. No. Emily Ratatowski. Is Am I saying her name right? Emily Ratajkowski? No, no, Ratowski? no. I want like, um, like, uh. I don't know, actually. I don't know any actors. I know. I'm, like, blanking on all actors. Probably want dad. Street Honestly, dad, me. dad with a wig would probably play me the best because everyone says I have the same face as him. That actually is very true. I think yeah. that could work out really well. Can Thanks. I play me in your film? Sophia. <laughs> I play myself? One time Sophia was trying to act and pursue acting. <laughs> oh, Holy shit. That was horrible. She a was so horrible. bad. This is the funniest thing ever. So she got an audition. <laughs> <laughs> she got an audition, and... She was so nervous to do in front of the family that <laughs> yeah. she kicked me out. She kicked Scarlett out. So she just had my mom and dad doing the lines with her in the oh, room. Oh, my God. I remember which one you're talking and about. And there's this scene <laughs> in, uh, in the scene that she was uh, taping for. Yeah. She was drinking. Like and, out of a flask. Yeah, I was supposed to be like in a guy's car drinking right. out of a flask. And she, after about 40 takes, my dad said, you know what? Let's actually fill the flask because she's so <laughs> bad and nervous right now. Let's just fill the flask because maybe as the takes go on, she'll loosen up. She ends up finishing an entire flask <laughs> because she still couldn't even get it. And she, I think the last like time I was doing it, I was slurring. slurring. I was like, I didn't Wait, get we, out of this car right now. Everyone's like, all right. Like we have to find this audition. And my face is flush. It was, no. It's so That's bad. never going to see the light of day. That was really bad. Come on. I was hammered during that audition. Thankfully, it was in the comforts of my own home, surrounded by my mom and dad. <laughs> Point being, this is why I would never have you play me. I think I could. I could. No, no, no. I would play myself. I can play myself. I don't know if you could do that either. I feel like if I had to say my own lines that I would actually say. I would butcher That's what it. I mean. Yeah, I'd be pretty bad. Yeah, I'm not good at a lot of things like no, that. No, no, Acting no. is not what I'm – I can talk like this. That Other than that, no. I can't okay. do it. I think we need to wrap this show up. Okay, cool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I I still feel um, a little drunk in the brain. Yeah, I have not caught up in my sleep at all. I'm not, yeah, doing, I'm not doing great. I actually slept in this um, – and there's makeup all over it, but... Well, we actually decided... Well, I decided, she's going to join me on this. We're doing Sober November. Yeah. I don't think she'll actually follow through with it, but I am. I'll try. And I'm going to try to go gluten-free, but you don't have to... Gluten-free? It- You're not... A- first of all, first of all, first of all, don't get me started on gluten right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> what's, what's with you and gluten? This is triggering. Why? I'm going gluten-free. How all of a sudden, we'll say in 2015, everyone was gluten intolerant. You mean... From 2012 and before then all the way to B.C., no one had a gluten intolerance, and now everyone's gluten-free, soy-free, nut-free, fun-free. Like I, what I agree with are that. are all these oh, allergies? Do you know I mean? cavemen had gluten intolerances? Like, no. <laughs> Where did this start? I, people are saying that the food is just getting worse, and now everyone's getting affected, or we just didn't know about gluten Or maybe gluten it's because we poison our bodies with alcohol every weekend and then eat pizza. Maybe that's why we don't feel our best. I don't know, but I'm trying. I'm going to try to go alcohol-free, gluten-free, and boy-free. Right. I can do boy-free. I'm working hard on something. I'm doing a little side project this month. <laughs> actually, I walked I can't in. Tell you I walked yet, in though. <gasps> if it goes well, this will be a great story. If it goes poorly, you'll probably see me crying. I actually walked into your room this morning to return one of your pillows. Did you see my little notes? You had a checklist on your bed, and I, of course, I read it. Of course, I read it. <laughs> Did you see the first one? <laughs> Can I just repeat the checklist? It's not revealing. Anything you're just so you're so no because you're so cringy but i love that you do this i just like this is so you i I go on her bed and there's a big checklist and there's only it's a huge piece of paper only four things on the checklist (laughs) first one says phase two. What does that mean? Phase two of what? <laughs> my mastermind plan. Next one was edit the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Next one was do something with a line that you want to start. Yeah. And then the next one was write letter. And now I told oh. her to do this this morning because Sophia's very into manifestation. She's very big on if you put things from pen to paper and yeah. lock it in your drawer Something will come of it. Yeah. So she was just like, write this letter out. I'm not gonna give anyone any details until like until my until I commence phase three. But basically but, the letter is going to um, entail what she wants in the next month or two face, to happen concerning her love life. In general. And it's it's something where I would envision it going out there and going to some person or something or some place. But You're being very inconspicuous right now. I can't say it. But let's just say, basically, it's... You know when they say for, like, manifesting, you have to say, like, it's happening at that moment? Yes. So, based on like, writing it, like, as it's happening. And so, I wrote, yeah, I wrote, why did you... <laughs> I didn't think you would actually do a checklist. <laughs> well, Maybe, I'm sorry. I love you. For, I did commence phase three an hour ago, and I but, am. But what's so it. funny about you, Sophia, Is this checklist is is not even necessary to write down because it's so small. No, it, phase was, two: there's two there's write stuff. letter. There was edit. there was um, do book club reviews. Okay, it was answer my emails. It was up, okay. update the the pitch deck for a, a line I want to start. Okay, so but but the first and last one were really funny, and I so embarrassed. I I knew by the way I. I had a feeling I left it on my bed. Sistine doesn't walk into my room often, so I was like, I don't think she'll see this. That's actually not true. I only use your shower when you're not home. Oh, yeah. By the way, I walked into my bathroom, and I was like, why is my shower so – like, why is it wet? I don't and, like my shower. I know. I have, Scarlett was using my shower, our little sister, and says that I'm basically a Sephora. Your in spa. my spa. Yeah, I have everything you want. Like, any product, any hair thing, I have it, and it's so much fun if you don't know what you want to use. It's ridiculous. It's so good. It's ridiculous. It's great. So, okay, we'll update you guys about this phase three, and I'll tell you um, about my haunted house date. What the fuck? What the fuck? There's a lot coming up next episode. Okay, so to wrap the episode, we're going to start doing listener questions. Make sure you go to the ratings and review section of Apple Podcasts. Leave your question in the comment section. You give us a five-star review or else we're not going to answer it. And you know, you guys, Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, all the platforms we're using, um, and Also, yeah. follow us on Tiki Talk. And Instagram. We post a lot of clips, and they're really yes. fun if you want to see some shorts. And, yeah, Sistine edits all of them. So this banana. We'll see you next Tuesday. Goodbye and happy holidays. Not really. <laughs> Not really. <laughs>